Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number 13. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kim. Hello everybody. How are you? I am, I am alright. So, how are you faring with the two-hour event? Are you as tired as we are? It was two hours too long. You think? Yeah. Okay. Um, It could have been one hour and they could have cut out everything that happened in Los Angeles and I would have been happy. Well, really? See, I, I I disagree because I um, thought that there wasn't a lot going on at Seattle Grace. Not enough to make up a whole episode. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to talk yet. Oh, we, we are also joined by our producer and my husband, Cliff. You may say <laughs> hello, but you, you need to wait until you're chosen to speak. Okay. Hello. <laughs> What did you want Hi, to Cliff. say? Go ahead. I just wanted to say that that this was not this very much was not an episode of Grey's Anatomy. No, absolutely it, it, it not. It was a two hour premiere of the new show. Under the yes, Grey's it was, title. and that's what I didn't like about it. Really, I loved yeah. it. I, I, lo- I loved it. I, I'm actually going to like the new show more than Grey's Anatomy. Right. So I mean, that's what I want to start off talking about is what this new show is going to be. Um, I'm so super psyched about it. I can't wait. Really? Yeah. So are you not interested in it? Um, I, I, It just felt too much like a Desperate Housewives type situation. Oh, I'm not really no. that into it. No. Well, number one, it has all of my favorite alias characters in it. Plus Tay Diggs, who's totally hot. I mean, how can they go wrong? It's going to be a great show. I, t- I will tell you how they can go wrong. <laughs> Here's how they can go wrong. They can go wrong by bringing every rejected actor yes. from every canceled it's... television series yes. to this show. I mean, we hello. Have, um, we had the guy who played Sark in Alias was in there tonight. He played the husband of the pregnant woman. Um, we, had, we had, um, n- is her name Naomi? I'm confused now. Anyway, um, Addison's best friend, who she went there to see, was Franny on Alias. Um, wow. The 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 psychiatrist with the curly hair, she wasn't on Alias, but she is Amy Brenneman, and she was on Judging Amy. Um, we saw um, the guy who gave Addison the very nice kiss, which I totally called. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on The Nine when it came, when it started the season. Uh, totally recycled recycled um actors on this show but with with kate wash and and tay diggs and that lineup that they have i think it's going to be really great and did i mention that tay diggs is on there tay diggs is on there i'm so excited i like it (laughs) i i i really liked it i really like the dynamic i really like the idea of the office that they're working in and Mm -hmm. um I, I really like the idea of even though that they're divorced, that uh, Tay Diggs' character is obviously still in love with his wife, and um, it, and acknowledging that he made a mistake there. So I think, see, you made my mic move. <laughs> he moved it so we could see his beautiful face, and now it won't stay where it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, are you done there? 
I'm done. Okay, so I, I'm I really enjoyed I really enjoyed all of the Los Angeles stuff, and I'm excited to see you know yeah. what else we'll get out of that show. So you didn't like it? There were parts that were fun and enjoyable. Um, I, I I just wasn't all that that into it. Like it's something I'm definitely going to watch. I'm definitely going to watch it, and I may even <laughs> podcast about it. Go, girl. It, it looks pretty cool. So, um, if you don't really want to talk much about that, then what do you want to talk about, Grace? Well, did you want to talk about the whole synopsis of the entire spinoff that's going to happen, since this is pretty much the pilot episode? No, we don't need to do it. No, they'll do an episode called The Pilot. Um, I think this was just an introduction into who the characters were. Um, nope, this is The Pilot. Really? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of it. Basically, what what's going to happen that, and what I found was that it's going to have Addison spinning over the new offer, and if they decide to go forward with it based upon the pilot, um, she'll accept the offer. But if Obviously. it doesn't go over well, then she'll decline the offer, and she'll stay put at Seattle Grace with okay. um, Grey's Anatomy. I think that it would be a great show. I... I- think that people should jump on board and and follow it and i think that it could be a great show i i don't and the tentative title is private practice okay. i just saw her in an interview today and there was no tentative title she was um, on this was released at some convention a couple of weeks ago it's supposed to be hush hush but she was, they're she not was supposed on, to be telling anybody she was on regis and kelly this morning and she said there's no tentative title that they've thrown out several names but um Nothing has been agreed upon. I I would say this was in the L.A. Times. I think maybe it's more in the background that they're talking about. Okay, they're just calling it private practice right now. But that's what I found. So okay, what do you want to say, Cliff? I I just want to say that I think the show it was interesting, mm-hmm. and I think that I liked it. I, I think it was it would it it was a good departure from the normal. You know, bringing in you know people to die through every episode. <laughs> Uh, I think I I I mean I hate to say it, but I think Grey's is you know it, is it nearing a, a a plateau? I mean, is have they? I mean, how much more can they really do with the characters? A lot. You, you think? Uh, well, I guess you're Obviously, right. Obviously, they uh, could still do a lot. Okay, so so they could. But here's my thing: is is that I don't think I don't see a lot of depth in the new show. I don't see a lot of. I mean, I see it, I see that it could be interesting. But I mean, you've got a lot of you've got a people a lot of people who, like I said, have been brought in from other television shows. I think really that for me, just looking at it, that was my only draw. And I don't know. I mean, the 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 surfer guy, you know, that whole thing, that was just cheesy. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I, I, that was some good eye candy. <laughs> Absolutely, I love when they're mm-hmm. sitting. I loved when they were sitting there, and and um, Addison says, "Aren't we supposed to go to lunch?" And they're all like, "Well, what time is it? It's five to one." And he walks by, and they, they said something like, "You can't tell me you don't feel better, and if you don't, there's another showing an hour, and it's wet." And <laughs> 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 still be coming back from surfing, and I thought that it was great. Um, I thought that that was funny. But uh, I recognize that kid from somewhere, that fetus, as she called him. And um, I, I can't place where I know him from just yet. Anyway, 
You were saying that it might that he I'm looks saying like that the it kid. looks a lot like the kid from um, High School Musical. Looks a whole lot like the kid from High School Musical, but um, I don't think he's. I don't know. Anyway, so that that's neither here nor there. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else about this new show, and oh, I was going to say that I think that it has the potential to be deep. You said that it didn't. Okay. I think that it has that that potential, especially as all of those um, characters that we met tonight start to cross and and interact. And okay. I, I I I agree. I I could see I could see them bringing uh, Tay Diggs and his wife back together. Yeah, I think that, that mending that relationship. Addison uh, settling down with the Peter. with the acupuncture guy. I the, could totally the, see that. He's cute. The quack. He is cute. Um, I, I think that, that it has the potential to be a very deep show. Or it has the potential to be a very surface show and just never really go anywhere. Well, I just... It all depends on how they write it. I My, my only concern is that they would actually be doing the... You know, too much of trying to be the best of both worlds. And I... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Okay. So... Well, let's see what I can't see the name from here, but Georgia let's Cub. Okay, Georgia Cub, what do you have to say about that? Hey, this is Roxanne Fox. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you? Hi, Roxanne. Fine, thank you. I just wanted to say the funniest thing I, I thought was when Callie. I don't know. I just tuned in because I was trying to get in to talk to you. But the funniest thing of the whole episode was when Callie and Christina were talking and mumbling back and forth to each other because they both did not want to be have anything to do with the wedding. You no. know, so I don't know if you were not going to get to this later or what. Like I said, I that was totally funny. And that, that but was I mean, great. when they, they were they were hysterical. I mean, if nothing else happened in the whole show, that was the best part. I thought because they were just evil eyeing each other the whole time. Also, I had an endoscopy <laughs> yesterday, and I didn't die, thank God, so I just wanted to mention that. And it's not a horrible procedure, so I don't know why she died. But anyways, I'm really enjoying y'all's um, podcast, and keep it going, and I'll be listening. Very good. Thank you. Well, thanks, Rachel. And um, I believe she died because the procedure was in but she caught an infection, and that turned septic, and that that's actually what killed her. But, yeah, that's um, when the infection got into the blood. So I'm glad that you are fine, Roxanne. That that makes me very happy. Um, so let's go to the whole wedding. Let's talk about the wedding. Let Let's move off okay. of, of the new. That show. whole scenario was awesome. It was hilarious. <laughs> I love when she wakes up and she comes out into the kitchen living room area, and you can just tell by the mm-hmm. look on her face that she is truly outnumbered, outnumbered, oh, yeah. and overwhelmed, and the how how what was i gonna i forgot how i was gonna describe her i was thinking about it as i was watching and now it just escapes <laughs> me but i just i love watching her and then at the end when they're on the couch and he's she mm-hmm. says i picked out a dress and he says you know that's great are you happy and she kind of gives this look and says that she is and asks him if he is, and he kind of gives, he says he is, and then kind of gives this distant look. So you have to wonder, are they really happy? Or are they doing what they think will make the other happy? I don't know. I think that 
Preston is just worried about what's going to happen when they do get married because of what happened between George and Kelly. You know, he's been freaking out about that. I don't think that has anything to do with George and Callie. I think that has to do with Christina and who she is. And if she will be this um, in it for the long haul person that she says she will be. Mm-hmm. You know, she is obviously she said, you know, I'm not a bride. I'm a surgeon. And so when it comes down to it, is she not going to be a wife because she's a surgeon? Yeah. Can she can she really show can she let herself have it all? I think she can. I, I thought it was really, really good, I guess, towards the last third of the episode where she walked by Callie and said, you know, it's it's just one day, right? The wedding is just one day. That's right. And I stood up clapping because that's what I said last week that she'll <laughs> succumb because it's just one day. Just one day. Although the marriage is supposed to last forever. Um Yes it is. But back, uh, I'll get to Rakita in just a moment, so just hang on there for me, Rakita. But back to what uh, Roxanne said about uh, about the whole interaction between um, Christina and, and Callie. I love that because they may not be friends as um, the moms were standing there and they're like, so we understand that you're yeah. Christina's friend and her eyes get all big like whatever. But... Um, they may not be friends, but I think that they truly understand each other. I think that Christina and yeah. Callie are maybe more alike than either one of them will care to admit. And I completely so agree. Their they, attitudes are so they similar. Are, they get each other. And so the whole the whole mumbling, I'm sorry, and I'm going to kill you. And I mean, that was just, that was great. And, and they could be friends. I think they could be friends. I think they could. Hey, you're a lip reader. What? Can you read lips? Whose lips? When they were mouthing back and forth at each other? Oh, yeah. You couldn't read their lips? No. Oh, well. I I'm come from a long line of mumblers. So let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, let's see what Rakita has to say before we go further. Rakita? Yeah. Hey. How you doing? Good. How are you? What's All up, right. Rakita? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that I think that... Um, I think that Christina has been very honest with Burke this whole time about the whole wedding thing. And he hasn't exactly been honest about what he really wants. Absolutely. Until he got his right, mom right. there. And it, it was kind of a triple team. And I think he's right in the sense that she does, she really does need him to be like, okay, look, really, this is what I'm looking for. But I think he needs to learn how to do that before he triple teams her with her parents. Yeah, she's parents. Totally, he's totally ganging up on her. And it's, but I don't think yeah, he needs to, to open so up much. and be upfront. I don't think she minds that so much. I don't think she minds knowing what he wants and trying to give him what he wants. I just think that he needs to kind of figure out a better way to go about it. And I think his mom makes him completely nervous about everything. The way he said yeah. that um, everything that you've been playing this, you've been using this whole I trust you thing since I was this big. That's a mom manipulation tool. I'm using it. I know it. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, that he's very aware, but it still makes him think the way it did when he was nine. Absolutely. You know? So the fact that his mom is not gung-ho about this makes will make anyone pause and look nervous when they're thinking about it. And then the whole George and, Ka- and Callie thing, I think him knowing all the details about that is making him pretty nervous as well. Because I think 
his character really respects George. And the fact that George walks into this thing and is questioning and having doubts is shaking him because he really thinks George is his friend. He has this high standard of George. And to see this situation unfolding in George's relationship, you know. Okay, I didn't catch relationship. that. I, I, and the I peace didn't, relationships and all of, you know, there are a lot of broken marriages at Seattle Grace. Absolutely, because they're all surgeons. So, <laughs> um, I didn't catch that. I really, when 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 Preston and, and darn it, George were standing there, um, I really didn't catch that, that Preston was shaken by his and Callie's relationship at all. I think that they were both so in their own place. They just needed, they really didn't even need anyone to listen. They just needed someone to be there as they kind of, you know, vented what they were feeling at that moment. And and, right. and with George saying, can you love two women? And, and Preston saying, you know, I'm just trying to figure out if you can love one person for the rest of your life. I I didn't get that that George's situation with Callie was affecting Preston's Well, I felt that it kind of linked Christina. in there. <coughs> really? Excuse me, I felt that it kind of linked in there because he says he's just trying to figure out if it's possible to love one person because George married Callie and thought that he was in love with her and could spend the rest of his life with her, but now he's torn between two women and and Preston is going back and forth in his mind saying well, if if this is going to ha- if this could happen to George, could this happen to our relationship? Could I go back and forth and think that maybe I'm not going to completely be in love with this person for all of my life? Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. I didn't see it, and I I still don't see it, but I'll I'll give well, it to you. The question, so. the thing is, is he was having cold feet, and he did know about that situation, so I'm certain that that had to have some kind of play in it. But I think he had cold, cold feet all of his own. I, I think he was concerned about how cold and how how unhappy. Well, I think he's concerned about Christina what his mama's going to think. Well, I think I think so. But I think that his mama w- had not spoken a word about on how on how unhappy Christina was, and she simply. You know, said that she's a real trooper, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Listen, I know she seems cold." It, it, those were his; those are his words, and and so it. I think having his mom there and getting, you know, maybe seeing, you know, okay, because he's only had his own interaction. He's never taken a step back and and looked at how he's treated by Christina because she she treats him like crap. I mean, she literally does treat Not him like that. Not when they're crap. at home. Not when they're at home. Okay, but I think it's the whole. I, I think it's the whole working with your spouse thing. But we can talk about that in a minute. Let's go back and see what Roxanne has to say. Roxanne, are you still there? Oh, no. I was. Thank yeah, you for I waiting just, patiently. Um, oh, that's okay. I really kind of was wanting to comment on Rakita, what she had had to say okay, about Christina. Um, I was just thinking that the thing about her turning around and saying. It's just one day, and yes, it is just one day, but I think Christina going along with Burke is showing how she's growing, because in the end, I thought the same thing. Is she happy, or is she not happy? And I think she really wants to be happy, and, you know, all of this, you know, letting nobody into her life and nobody knowing anything, I just think a little by little by little, it's all sinking in. And when he was saying to his mom about that, 
you know, when he was saying he needs to do this to make her happy and she will be happy, I think she will. I really do. I think eventually, I don't think she has to change that much. I think she can still be Christine. She can still be her selfish self to a certain extent. But I think she can be still happy in that. And the other thing I wanted to say was that I don't, I don't know that anybody's brought this up yet. The thing about the chief being fussy about Derek and promising um, Ellis that he would take care of Meredith. You know what? His situation was so totally different with his wife, Adele. Did she have a life? Did she have children? No, she didn't. Did she have a job? You know, and Meredith has a completely full life. I, th- I mean, you know, I think that has nothing to do with it. With it. I think it goes back to Bailey saying, love comes first. You know what? You know, that's, that's the whole thing. That's, that, that's what's going to make the difference. You pick who you love. And whether he's chief or not, it's, gonna make, it's not going to make any difference if he doesn't have Meredith. But I don't think the chief is fair to assume that just because Adele left him, Meredith would leave Derek because I mean, they're totally, totally different women. You know? Absolutely. And, and so. if you listen back, I, I had said that a couple of weeks ago, that the chief is being unfair because Meredith does have her own career and, um, and she does have her own life outside of Derek. And all Adele did was sit on the couch and wait for for Richard for, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. She said how long they'd been married, but I don't remember now. But anyway, so I, I agree with you completely. I agree with you completely. He's being unfair in the fact. And I don't think that this is what Ellis meant by protecting her daughter. I don't think this is what Ellis meant by... Um, I agree. I think that Ellis Ellis was a completely different person than protecting her daughter in those means. I think she was. That Richard completely misunderstood. Ellis would have had a completely different idea of how to protect her. She was, and I think in the end, I honestly, I, I believe in the end that Ellis wants for Meredith what she couldn't have, which is both. Right. You know, Ellis didn't know how to make both work. She didn't know how to have a happy marriage and and raise a, you know, semi um sane child and um and be a, the best surgeon that she could be. But not only the best surgeon, she could be the best surgeon. And and she didn't know how to balance both and I I believe that in the end she knew that that was right for Meredith. You follow I'm with that? you on that. Okay, completely. Very good. So, um, since we've moved to Meredith, why don't we go ahead and talk about Meredith and Susan and Thatcher, and how all that played out? Because there wasn't a whole lot of Meredith and Derek in the episode. There was. There was a- the very in the very beginning when um, she said, "You know, please don't give up on me." Or now is not the right time to give up on me because. You know, something happened, something different happened to me when I was drowning than what happened to you. And that is very Mm -hmm. true. Their their experiences in her drowning were completely different, obviously. And and then you see at the end, him see her through the window, um, partying hard with Izzy and Alex, and he walks away. And... uh, so, right, I I was wondering what that was all about. And I like, know. And him walking away was that like him saying, "Oh, well, you know, she's going back to what she used to do." Here, I'm going to walk away now too. But you know, he has. I hope to, that's not what it is. I know. I, I hope that's not what it is. And if it is, I'll be mad at Derek because. Yes. <laughs> I mean, didn't he say that he would show up 
and um, you can't just show up and look through the window. You have to like show up and knock on the door. So you have to take into effect that go girl. She's just lost her mom, and now she's lost her fake mommy too. So <laughs> isn't that what she called her? Yes, her fake yes. mommy. Okay, <laughs> so now she's lost her mommy and her fake mommy, and her daddy smacks her in the face and blames it on her. So. Hello, I'd go get drunk too, and I'm not a drinker. Okay, I, yeah. I would totally go get smashed and not think about things. And I it's, felt so bad for her then, but I felt so bad for Thatcher too. I know I was watching him, and I through. I could have cried because to, I was to, crying. Yeah. Well, I was holding back because I was coming straight in here, and I yeah, I know I heard so. you watching it in the background. <laughs> Um, we're going to go see what, what Claire has to say because she's been holding there for so long. Thank you very much. Claire, go ahead. Hi, it's okay. Um, I just didn't understand the last part where he just left. Like, what was that all about? I just don't get it. Like, I have no idea. I'm telling you, I'm... That was I'm, just too weird. They should have... And also, that was just too weird. You couldn't read that at all. You you couldn't, and and it really makes me mad because he promised to show up, and I'm telling you, looking through the window is not showing up. Exactly, it's but not. Was, and also, like about her father hitting her, I just thought like he was just a, a pissed off, and like he was really sad, so he took it out of her. And yes, it was wrong for for him to hit her, but like she should have gave him a hug instead of running away. No, I, I think, think she that, was emotionally affected by the situation absolutely. too. And I that think was that just it, her way. Yeah, she was getting close. She was getting close to Susan, and that's how Meredith deals with things. She runs away, so that makes perfect sense. But, um, but seeing the whole the whole Thatcher and and Meredith thing play out, and how they were, you know, feeling pushed together by Susan and that they were talking and did feel like that they were making some segue and then at the end for everything to be all Meredith's fault from Thatcher's point of view I I think that it is completely symbolic of their relationship (laughs) honestly because from the get go he has not taken enough responsibility about what's been wrong there you know, early on right. he, he blamed it all on Ellis, and then it was his wife's fault. Like, and so, earlier in the episode, he even made the comment that he he thought that Susan was faking the hiccups, and it was just kind of a way to get them to talk. Right. And uh, he even said that he felt a little bit jealous of how close Susan was with her, and how he didn't have that yet. Well, smacking her doesn't help it any. So no. Sorry there, Thatcher. Keep on hoping. But um, yeah, I wonder if he'll come back and apologize. I, I, I don't we haven't would. seen the last of him, obviously, but right. um, I, I found it very interesting at the end when he said, we came here because she trusted you, and he places all of that blame on Meredith, and anybody knows that he that's does. not, it's not healthy grieving to do that. Well, the the thing is, is uh, well, actually, no, it seriously, it is. It is healthy grieving. Blaming your daughter? Uh, no, being angry. The ang- anger is a very real part of... Anger of the, is a very real part. I'm just talking about he, who it was directed at. Well, I don't it know. It could have been directed at the surgeons who operated on her. It could have been. But I, I, regardless of that, I'm, I'm just saying that he was angry. He was very emotional. 
and I don't even think he realized what he was doing. That's that's my point. Right, and she okay. was there in front of him. So I mean, that was I'll like in, that. his initial reaction. He, she yeah. was right there. Well, it was the know? wrong one. That's kind of like when I called two for the road. Ho hum. Any lost, mm. any of our lost listeners will know. With that, I mean that that's equivalent to me. His reaction to that to to Meredith, not to that news that his wife died. That I understand, but his reaction to Meredith, his initial reaction uh, to Meredith, would be equivalent of my initial reaction to Two for the Road. I don't know. I still stand by your initial reaction to Two for the Road. I still think that was the right decision. <laughs> oh hum, it was. Okay. Bah humbug. So, who else can we... Mark is so depressed now. Poor, pitiful, pouty Mark. Oh, wow. It was so sweet. I like that he opened up to, to Derek it like was that. sad, and it was boo-hoo. I he like that. He could have stood up and fought for his woman, but he decided... I think that he's to, still going to try. You think? That's why he wants to know where she's at and why she's there, and I think I think he, he wants just to wants try. to make sure that there's not a man for her waiting in L.A., which now we know there is, mm. but... I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. I, I didn't get that impression from that. I th- it, Just the his demeanor and the way he handled himself, he okay. seemed very worried and, and concerned for her that there was there was some reason that she had to run away. Okay. I did like watching him want to take it out on Alex, though. <laughs> that was fun. I like I like the conversation between Derek uh, and and Mark. And Mark. And he's like, "You caught her with somebody else. Wow, don't know how that feels or whatever." <laughs> but that felt good. Yeah, I, I, I can't relate. Yeah. Is what he I said. I can't relate. That's what he said. Um. The the whole karma of it all is is kind of enjoyable you know to watch it come back yeah. and bike mark in the so i i want to make a so. prediction here okay go okay. ahead um with uh alex karev and ava you're gonna predict that he's in love with her like you have been for no, the last five well, weeks I, i'm not i falling <laughs> falling for her not okay. in love with her my prediction is that they will fall in love with one another they will eventually I, fall in I love. I think she's holding out. I like that. They they are going to fall in love with one another. And as they finally both admit that they love one another, she's either number one, going to gain her memory back and find out that she's married happily. Or Wait, did number you see two, the preview? No. No, I didn't watch the preview. I or had to come straight in here. Number two. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? I'll watch it in a minute. Hold or on. Like, number, or number two. Her husband will show up. I do know that from. I do know from a. Okay, if you don't like spoilers, you should probably like fast forward or something. I do know from a synopsis that I read that there will be someone to show up to claim her, mm. to ask about her. Yeah, that that my prediction, so. and I didn't know about that. My prediction: they will fall in love. They okay. will. They will admit to one another that they love each other madly. And she will either regain her memory and find out that she's happily married, okay. or her husband and then she'll will have to choose, or her husband will come. Okay. Um, well, based upon the trailer for next week, um, Alex is yelling at her and says, Are, "Have you been lying? Do you have your memory? Do you remember?" 
Cool. I thought that that's neat that maybe she she does remember and she just doesn't want to admit it. And maybe she wants to stay in the hospital to spend time with Alex. That would be so cool. That would be cool. So I thought it was totally rocking that she could speak three languages. That was kind of nifty. Yeah, that was awesome. It's Total little- champ in the OR. That was cool. So um, let's go ahead and see what Rikita has to say because she's been hanging out there for a while. I was going to say the same thing about the three languages. I was totally psyched about that. Oh, that's like, awesome. She's really smart. I was like, dude, my best friend speaks five languages, so I'm easily impressed by that. And mm. she was like, speaking German, I'm like, ooh, ooh, my girl's going to love that. Uh, uh, um, that was great. I really, <laughs> I, I barely speak my own native language, so when I hear people, <laughs> when I hear I other know. people speak multiple languages, it is so cool to me. Yeah. I so. also don't think that they're going to fall in love, that Ava and Alex are going to fall in love. I don't think so. I think that if... Um, she comes back that it, when Addison comes back that that Alex will be the um, the vehicle to keep her there if they're going to keep her there and not if if he's not going to stay and go gonna go to the uh, spinoff then Alex will be the tool for that but I don't think they're gonna fall in love and my husband also won't watch Grace with me anymore because as soon as I saw the mom in the uh, in the clinic I said she's gonna die and he got mad at me. <laughs> but I was right. And we called it too, Rikita. We as soon as she showed up and yeah, we soon, said she's gonna as soon die. As, she, as soon as I yeah. saw her, her hiccup, yeah. like, she's dead <laughs> from the hiccups. Poor thing, she's dead. So so, but the only thing is, we'll we'll find out. I I, I I'm calling it here. You're and, calling it here, and it, That's and, fine. and if it doesn't happen, Rikita, then then we'll give you a little tally mark there. Okay. So there's just one thing, one other quick thing that. I want to touch on, and then we're going to wrap up because we did get a late start due to the the two-hour event, and that is the whole, um, you know what I'm going to say, George and Izzy in the elevator. Whatever. I am so frustrated with these two. So frustrated with these two that they just won't. I was yelling at the TV when they were kissing. And I'm like, okay, the elevator doors need to open now. And Callie needs to see this because this needs to stop. That's right. So did we. So did we. That would have been an ending. That would have been awesome. The (laughs) elevator, they're full locked in a kiss. Elevator door opens. They don't even realize it. And then Callie beats her butt. Completely (laughs) and utterly puts her in the emergency room. I would love it. And would need to reset some fractured bones. (laughs) 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 That would be really cool. Anyway, um... I think what I'm going to have to start doing is setting up the cam so that people can watch me watch TV because it, it's totally hilarious. I want to see I, that. I was yelling and I think I kicked Cliff a couple of times. You did. <laughs> you think? I, I have marks. I will show you. He said he came down. He came. This was way earlier before Grace started and he said why do you still have your shoes I, I hate shoes I'm, I'm from Kentucky and I would tell you right now that I despise shoes I would rather be barefoot all the time minus the pregnant part so um, despise <laughs> shoes but it is almost 12 o'clock and I still have my shoes on and so he came down about it was probably about 8.30 quarter, quarter after 8 8.30 he's like why do you still have your shoes on I said better to kick you with my dear so nice. it hurt more when I kicked him, and, and I'm sure it did. And I did kick him one time, and I apologize. Will you forgive me? I forgive you. Very good. 
But I have to say, I was totally yelling at the television through the the. I say all that to tell you that I was yelling at. Will you stop? I can't see Kim when you put that there. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yelling at the television while the whole elevator scene was happening. I see you too. Don't you like the back of my head? Don't I have a nice ponytail. <laughs> It's very cute. I strategically place my chair so that you can see not much of me. Anyway. So we get the profile shot. The profile shot. So as the producer, I think it's important for me to announce to the folks who are listening to this on audio. I know that we've oh, alluded to yeah. this at gspn.tv as we record this live. There is a video streaming uh on our website, you can see Stephanie and I in the studio, and then right below us, you see a live streaming video of Kim, and so that's what they're referring to here. So, hello, everybody. Okay, go ahead. I can't really wave down because of where our camera is, Kim. It's about seven till <laughs> seven, seven minutes till midnight, babe. I know. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm really frustrated, and I'm ready to see that end. So, all that said, coming up, I know that we have uh, we have the the intern test biggest test of their medical career and before the season finale we have the results of those tests and rumor has it that someone's not going to do well who would you say that would flunk out i think thank you lord i i i I agree (laughs) i think it's going to be izzy i hope so yeah and um so I, I'm really excited, and that that we're we're may possibly see someone come and claim ava Hmm, I think that would be... be, It will be her husband. It would be a good season finale. Well, it's going to be... And there's going to be a wedding. It's Grey's Anatomy. And the wedding. I I wasn't finished. Oh, okay. And the wedding. And I'm telling you that that, any wedding involving Christina as the bride is a wedding to watch. Oh, Because it's going to (laughs) be absolutely hilarious. And two of the bridesmaids who totally in the middle of the ceremony are in love with the same man knock it yeah. knock each other out during the the ceremony I want to see I, I, I want to see the fight people during are so gonna the hate Senate me. ceremony people are going to hate it's going to be at the reception when they're drinking this is what this is what I want to see I want to see Callie dislocate Izzy's shoulder so bad <laughs> during so bad during the wedding <laughs> it has to be during the ceremony I mean, it would be such I no, mean, it's such an unfair fight. they got to do it during fight. the reception. No, that's too late. It's got to happen. It's going to be like a fight yeah. over the bouquet toss or something. No. No, no, no. They're going to, like, stand too close or something at the front of the chapel. Or maybe at the bachelorette party, they'll play a game of truth or dare and is it tell. So, fun things. And am I correct that we only have two weeks left? You are correct. Yeah, the tenth and the seventeenth, and then we will be uh, wrapping up the season. I'm so sad, but I'm so relieved all at the same time for totally other reasons. Anyway, sleep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of sleep, it is five till midnight um, here Eastern time, and so Cliff and I are getting ready to turn in. So we are going to say good night. Kim, do you So I'll see you next week, Steph? Seriously. Seriously. The Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. 
This show was recorded live in front of an internet audience. Internet audience. To learn how you can participate in our live shows, please visit our website at gspn.tv. gspn.tv. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Talk Show. Create your own internet talk show. Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E dot com.